0: Welcome to the Overcomers Unite podcast, where we believe that struggling well and overcoming are essential ingredients in your leadership journey. We share leaders' stories of overcoming to encourage and inspire you to keep pressing on. I'm your host, Grace Esther. Hera Park is sharing her journey of overcoming through body acceptance. I'm asking you to open your heart and hear what she has to say today. Without further ado. Here is Kara's story. Welcome to Overcomers Unite. Today we have Kara Park with us, and I'm really excited for you guys to meet Kara because I I feel like I really relate to her in in her story in a lot of ways and I I just love seeing where she's at right now and how she's thriving in life. And I just, um, yeah, I'm just excited for you guys to hear her heart and to be encouraged by her life. So welcome, Kara. So excited to have you share your story with us. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here too. Hey, so good. Would you mind just sharing a little bit about who you are, what you're up to currently? Yeah, Sure. Um,
1: so my name is Kara Park. Um, I am currently a clinical master's, or no, I'm not a clinical master's. <laughs> I'm currently in a clinical master's program for uh, mental health. I'm getting a marriage and family um, therapy degree, and I also freelance model on
0: the side. So good, I love that. And how uh, how did your modeling Journey begin, or what? What kind of season were you in where it was really challenging? Like prior, that kind of ended up like leading you into modeling. You can start there.
1: Yeah. Um, so I actually started modeling last year. Um, it actually started after I came out of a season where. I was recovering from an eating disorder and body image struggles. Um, And so after doing a lot of just the mental health and the physical health care aspect of those things, I realized I wanted to kind of just explore more ways where I could feel more comfortable and confident in my own natural body, like Mm -hmm. when it's healthy and just the the way that it is. Um, And so I started just exploring the modeling industry because um, I think when you see models, they seem so confident. And I wanted to just learn more about how they are the way that they are. And, you know, just more ways that I could maybe implement that in my own life, just exploring things that I like to wear and feel confident in and just Mm -hmm. trying to pick up ways that I could also help others too who may be struggling with the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So kind of growing up and in your high school, maybe even college years, was self-confidence an area that was that you really like struggled in or like what was kind of um your childhood and your high school and college years like with self-confidence what um what did that look like for you
1: yeah so I think growing up I wasn't always the most confident person um especially when it came to my physical looks hmm. um I think well as a kid I didn't really think about it as much but when I started reaching like the adolescent years that's when people started commenting a lot more on like my physical body and I mean around that season that's when a lot of people start also getting very self-conscious too yeah, yeah. um and so I think for me personally it was really hard because um I wasn't the most confident as a child anyways. I was more shy and quiet and I preferred to just absorb what was going on around me and um, go from there. And so I think it hit particularly hard um, my adolescent years. Hmm. Um, and then during my high school years, there was just a lot that was happening in my family. Like there was a lot of medical illnesses that was challenging, just a lot of stress that I saw my parents going through. Um, And there was also some traumatic experiences um, within the church that I unfortunately had to experience. And so I think all of those factors played into my confusion, not only with what was going on around me, but also what was going on within me as a developing adolescent and teenager.
0: Yeah. So kind of now that you're beginning to study psychology and maybe taking classes on looking at how um, minds develop and just how people are formed and things and how different experiences, um, can either, um, harm or support someone's Mm -hmm. growth. Um, what do you feel like you, uh, know now that you would have wanted to say to your younger self, like to encourage her, like in that Mm -hmm. space, Sorry, that was a random question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question though. I thought about it. Um, I actually thought about this a lot, not through my own psychology classes and what I was learning, but through my own recovery journey. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I needed to practice more self-acceptance, And so looking back now I would probably tell myself to show myself more grace um, and that it's okay to not be perfect and it's okay to struggle and it's okay to not know everything and yeah. it's okay to be hurt and to feel all the different emotions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And as you've, gone through this process of recovery and you're talking about that you would tell yourself to extend more grace to yourself, Mm -hmm. what type of grace do you feel like you received recently or just like through this whole process? Like um, what kind of, like, I guess gift was formed as you walked through the process, stepping into A new season? Like, what kind of do you feel like is the grace from all of it?
1: Hmm. I think the biggest gift of grace was the gift that I received when I realized how great God's grace is and that grace that He extends to me. Because I think through trauma, Hmm. a lot of our views of God can be very distorted too. Hmm. Um, And so. I never saw myself in the way that God actually saw me. Um, And so learning that God didn't actually see me that way and God didn't expect me to be better or to not mess up as much, but that he saw me as someone who who was in a lot of pain and who did not know and who had a lot of things happen to me that wasn't my fault. Um, I think to know that God actually saw me that way was very healing for me and it took a huge load off of my shoulders because I didn't even know that, you know, um, when you're going through it, and when you're feeling all that, like it, it can be very confusing at times. And so to have that load lifted was, I think the biggest gift that I received during that uh, season.
0: Yeah, yeah man. God's grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no words for that. It's like yeah, no words. Um when you were in this season and kind of going through all of this or even now where you're at, um or maybe you could even share share both because maybe you learned some tools in that season that now you're continuing to use, but mm-hmm. what ways um, did you learn or did you press into caring for your emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, like all of that, your health in that mm-hmm. season? Um, and then now, or if, if they're different or if it's the same or if it was a growing process, like what kind of um, ways did you care for that?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in the church. Um, I actually grew up as a pastor's kid And so when all of these struggles came up, my first response was to go to the church and to go to God and to go to spiritual leaders and try to figure out um, how God can help me through that season and all that hard stuff. And so um, the spiritual aspect is always my number one priority. Um, But I think, because a lot of what I was going through was also very physical and mental and emotional too. Mm-hmm. I realized that there are limitations to what um, the church can provide. Um, not what God can provide, but you know, what the church can provide for itself um, and can provide by itself. Um, and so it was during that season that I actually started going to therapy Mm-hmm. Um I was encouraged by one of my mentors, my spiritual mentors at the time. Um she had told me that, you know, God provides other professionals to also help in the whole healing process. Um and so I I really liked that outlook and I wanted to explore that for myself because that was something that I never really thought about before. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was connected with a Christian therapist um, and I was very grateful for that because she was able to integrate a lot of the faith, but also the mental health aspects of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that really helped me in my mental health care. Um, I think after starting with her, I also realized I needed more support in the physical and emotional aspect of things Um, especially with the eating disorder which I didn't know was an eating disorder at the time Um, but with more of the physical struggles of um, just feeling tired not being able to eat as much and um, the heavy emotions that I felt I think I needed additional support too and so I started seeing a medical doctor um, who specialized in eating disorders um, and I actually also went to an eating disorder specific mental health care clinic um, where they also had dietitians and um, therapists who were able to help with more of the emotional care aspect of things too mm-hmm. uh, as well as the mental and the physical and so I think just having all these different professionals who were able to speak into the different areas was very helpful as I tried to explore how I could take care of all the different aspects of my health. Yeah, um, yeah. and so that was where I started and the skills that I learned from all the different professionals in addition to my church leaders and mentors, um, I think they were all able to help guide me through this whole process so that I could holistically self-care.
0: So good. So what would be like maybe one tool that you feel like you could share that maybe could support someone else that's, um, I want to talk about like emotional health because I feel like that's a big thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. Just everyone um, like within co- like COVID time, um, we're kind of, still separated so like I feel like there's been like mental health and emotional health and I um yeah so yeah so either like a tool for mental or emotional health that you learned that you feel mm-hmm. like was supportive for you that could maybe be supportive for someone else
1: mm-hmm. I think one of the most helpful skills that I learned was being able to really check my thoughts with reality because a lot of times when you have certain thoughts um they stem from your feelings and sometimes your feelings can be so real and it can like you can really believe that they are real um and it's and you don't really realize it until you take a step back and really think about that and think about what somebody else would think about that too. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, objectively like reflect on, is that really true? Or is that just how I'm feeling right now? Mm -hmm. Um, And so kind of taking that third person point of view was very helpful for me. Um, I did this a lot through journaling. Um, I would just like journal out my thoughts and then I would go back and read it and Try to figure out like, okay, so where are the things that are actually true? And then where, like, what are the things that are just me speaking emotionally that I need to really readdress? Um, Because a lot of the thoughts that you have can also result in very emotional experiences. And if you're not aware of that, then you can get really riled up and distressed and yeah, that's not really helpful for anyone. And so being able to just reflect like that really helps you to know like, oh, maybe I am just not feeling so great right now and I need to just do an activity that will help me to feel more physically rested and physically calm so that I could later readdress these
0: difficult thoughts yeah that's so that's so good I think for if you're a human being <laughs> to mm-hmm. do. Um, yeah. I think it was like Aristotle or Plato the unreflected life isn't worth living and I feel like we move so fast we like our our bodies and our emotions and our mm-hmm. minds like are not always like Together and yeah, so that's um, I feel like that practice is really is really good. I like mm-hmm. that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so, what is something that you would um, like say to people who are really struggling right now um, with their mental emotional health, or they're even in the place you were like three or four years ago um, and they're also dealing with everything that's happening in our world. Um, What kind of encouragement um, would you give them um, being in the place you are right now? Um, Yeah. What would you say to them? Mm -hmm. I
1: would say that you are definitely not alone, um, especially during times like this. Um, What we're hearing on the news and on social media um it's very unsettling and distressing um and so just knowing that if you are experiencing those thoughts and emotions that could be troubling that you're not alone in that and that it's okay Um, and i would really encourage everyone to you know really just embrace that you know you're human too And it's okay to feel those unsettled thoughts and feelings. Um, And I would actually encourage to maybe even explore those areas more, you know? Um, Explore it and really take care of the areas that you need to take care of. Um, Because your health is still important during this time. Yeah. Yeah, your health is still important.
0: That's good, yeah. That's such good advice because I think it can be so easy um, with everything happening to look at other people and want to like help or support them and then not take care of um, or like be aware of your own needs. And so I think that's really good advice. Kara, if people want to follow you on Instagram and see your modeling page, or if they want to uh, learn more about your like health journey, because um, I know you do some educational um, stuff there, um, or they want to, um, yeah, they want to get connected to you. What are some ways that they can get connected with you?
1: I would say my best method of communication right now is through Instagram I have two accounts right now Um, one is for mental health and that one would be just at Cara Faith Park Um, and then my other account is for the modeling where again just more of the body acceptance and uh, self-acceptance self-acceptance things and so that
0: one is um, at Space of Embrace so good. Thank you so much, Kara, for sharing your story. This was so good. Yeah, my pleasure. To connect with Kara, scroll down and click on the links in the show notes. We are about to wrap up season one. and I want to say thank you to all of our faithful listeners. Stay tuned on our next episode to hear special announcements. Finally, I want to invite you into a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Until next time, bye.